Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. We need to really stop trying to rush everything. Let's slow down to speed up. I do have a goal and I will teach optimizing and getting faster at cleaning. However, I do not want to rush the marketing and the new client process. Never have, never will. I take a lot of time to connect with potential clients. This has always paid off as I understand the trust building process. So in this episode, I have a few examples from this week in my own solo cleaning business. Let me first paint the picture. I was gone all day cleaning houses. Long day, it's middle of summer, it's hot, I'm sweaty, I want to get inside, I want to give my kids a hug, give my wife a kiss, but I've got two voice messages on my phone that I let go to voicemail. They are cleaning inquiries. I could have answered them, but it would hurt my optimizing times as the distraction would cause me to lose momentum. And I wouldn't be on top of my game to be able to give full attention to the prospects. This is a double-edged sword. I take the call, I get distracted, I go and take longer on the cleaning, and I don't give my full attention to the prospects versus hammering out the job, letting the call go to voicemail, They realize that I'm running a business and I'll get back to them when I can and then I give them my full attention, even if that means sitting in the driveway when I get home for 45 minutes, kids looking out the window, wife walking out on the pathway, looking in, good thing I know sign language because I made the wait, I'm almost done sign, so she knew I was doing something important for business and she gave me the space I needed. See, I knew that I was taking my time, slowing down to speed up. I was making an investment of time. During this 45 minutes, I returned two phone calls and absolutely took my time with them. The first phone call was a lady named Megan. She had found my company as I was highly recommended on our local moms group on Facebook. That's been a great source of recommendations and referrals. Yay. I'm so glad I've invested the time to build my name in that group. And Megan, she wanted one-time cleaning and possibly a recurring for a bi-weekly or monthly, but she had never hired a cleaning service before. Her and her husband work from home. I answered all of my frequently asked questions, all of her questions that might not have been answered. And I also gave her a full lesson on the different types of cleaning companies from the uninsured and Sally type to the family business to the franchise and how many people come. And I gave her a lesson knowing that she would be interviewing other companies and getting quotes. I told her, well, here's the questions you want to make sure you ask these other companies. And I told her what to ask. Do you have at least $2 million of general liability insurance? Are you state and tax compliant? What is your COVID protocol? What is your knowledge and expertise with disinfecting? She was very grateful and called back the next day and hired me for a one-time job 
for $250 and was likely going to hire me for the recurring. So we'll see. But this 30-minute investment turned into $250 and potentially a couple thousand dollars. So that's pretty good. The second call, I can't remember the gentleman's name, so I apologize, but he was a referral through a realtor at Berkshire Hathaway. And that Berkshire Hathaway Boulder started with my BIB networking group and my friend Mary Ann Allig, who recommended me into their preferred vendor list. And that has got my name circulated, so pretty sweet. So this gentleman was interested in a one-time renter-ready cleaning because he was not selling his house. He was getting a new tenant in place. I walked him through a bunch of questions and answered them. And then I told him that based on what he was looking for, I told him that my price range or my ballpark price for his job would be between $250 and $500. I said the next step is if you like or you're okay with that price range, schedule me and I will do the detailed estimate when I get to the house prior to cleaning. We will agree on a price within that range and I'll get going. This prospect was very interested and he might hire me. He hasn't yet, we shall see. So take your time with your trust building and client onboarding process. It will accomplish some huge and vital wins for you. You will attract the right clients that will pay your prices. And that's a good thing, right? Over the long haul, this will set up your solo cleaning business for success in my ISO models optimization phase. Now look at my own business forming up. Here's where I'm at. I've got several houses that I now clean for, and I'm averaging $175 per visit per house. Now that sounds good, right? You like the sounds of that, getting $175 per house? Well, check this out. The national average is $125 per house. My clients hire me once and keep me for a long time. They are paying a lot more, obviously. That's almost 50% more than the national average. They are grateful. They pay on time. They turn into good friends. And that's what I wanted. What about you? You see, this is why you slow down to speed up. You put the time, you invest the time where it's most needed. Slow down with your phone calls. Explain what you do. Why do you do it? When do they need the work done? How much will it cost them? Cover all of this stuff. Generate your frequently asked questions. Write them down. If you need to record yourself on a couple calls, write a script out because you essentially say the same thing every time when you do this enough. You really do. And in these two examples that I just went over, I answered all of their questions and I didn't hold back on price. Because it's important. I want them to know how much it costs on the call. And I tell them that. And they're always thankful for that. Because I don't mess around. I don't do price tag shock on somebody. Oh, it's going to be, I'll let's do it when I get there. And then, oh, it's $700. Oh my gosh, I was expecting 200 I don't do that. I let them know how much it's going to cost before they take the next step. Which would be, yes, I'd like to have you come over for an estimate. Thus... They are saying yes to me, yes to the work that I do, yes that the products I use, yes the model that I use, and yes to my prices. Ka-ching. That's all a positive. 
do you see how this can start to generate higher priced clients and the right clients? Because only the right ones are going to pay that price because they really, 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 really want you. (laughs) That's called demand. And that's a good thing. So on these phone calls, not only do I build the trust, tell them all the prices and all answer all their questions, I'm also equipping them, I'm teaching them, I'm instructing them, I'm helping them, I'm serving them, even if they don't hire me. Like with Megan, I taught her how she could interview other cleaning companies in case they, she didn't want to hire me if I was priced too high. And ultimately, you've already heard, this led Megan and her husband to hire me for that one-time job because they felt that I was the best one for the job and it was worth paying my price. I'm guessing they probably spoke to a few other cleaning companies, but after hearing how completely thorough, detailed, and professional I was, they wanted to hire me. And again, they just booked me for $250 for a one-time initial cleaning, but if they hire me for bi-weekly or monthly cleaning, that represents $2,500 Upwards of $5,000 per year in revenue. So here's the question. Was the 45 minutes in my driveway and slowing down my day, was that worth it? Was it worth it to slow down a bit before I could speed up? You be the judge. All right, now let's hit some other highlights from my last two weeks building my new solo cleaning business. First of all, it's super cool to be attending my networking meetings again in person. At my MCBA meeting, I shared my overview of cleaning in a post-COVID world. Living in a post-COVID world. Okay, not gonna do the singing thing. I think I've done that before and it's terrible. Plus, (laughs) plus I also connected with my fellow member from the MCBA, Mike Thompson of Envoy Mortgage, who hired me for biweekly cleaning. This is so cool. We confirmed our first cleaning for the end of the week, and then I showed up on Friday and impressed him. And here's what I loved. He said, Ken, how'd you get that metal sink so clean and sparkling? I've never seen it that clean. My answer, Mike, it's all cleaning science. So he's been reading my emails, and he read my cleaning science ones and knows what I teach, and he thought that was kind of funny. This is my fourth biweekly house. At the BIB, the Believers in Business meeting, which was also in person, got to order some French toast and some eggs. Sweet. I was given the opportunity to do a short showcase of my business. I shared the TACT model of cleaning, and that stands for temperature, agitation, chemistry, and time. The four dials you can use to clean anything. I teach this in the ISO model course And it's part of the $50 per month solo cleaning school elite membership. Anyway, by doing this showcase, now in two groups this week, I've raised my level of cleaning and my level of expertise to these groups, which is really awesome. So I've already shared how I have slowed down to speed up, but I've also sped up this week too, because I am at the end of the stabilizing phase in my own solo clean business, and I'm moving shortly into the optimizing phase. So here's what I did, and I recommend you do this too. I just use a simple Evernote file. I call it my optimization cycle. I write all my houses down and my offices. I put the date that I'm cleaning that house, and I track how long it takes me to do the house. Try and break it up sometimes, bathrooms, kitchens, At this point, I've been doing it long enough. I just track the whole house. 
And then I make some notes that, okay, what could I have done more efficiently? What are some preferences for each of these homeowners? And here's what I did as I tracked where I am at. Here's a few houses I did this for. House one, it took me three hours to clean. And that's back-to-back visits, three hours. I know I can do better. I could probably get down to two and a half hours. But at three hours for $160, that's $50 per hour. Not bad. House two took me three and a half hours. Also took me three and a half hours the visit before. And three hours and 45 minutes the visit before that. So I'm getting a little faster. I believe I can get this one down closer to three hours. That one's $200. So I'm at $53 per hour right now. So I'm averaging just over $50 on my houses per hour. And that is perfect. That lines me up exactly where I need to be as a stabilizer at the end of the S phase. Now I made notes identifying these opportunities for speed and efficiency. And when I ran the numbers again with the potential money I could increase the houses to over time and the speed at which I could clean them, my opportunity is over $70 per hour and probably pushing 80 And I could do this over the next six to nine months as a solid optimizer. And that is where I would like to be. And so I've never mentioned this on the podcast, but it's not something secret. It's in my paid membership. But I will tell you that I do like to see solo cleaners that are in the initialized phase between $30 and $40 an hour. When you're in the stabilizer phase, I'd like to see you move from $40 an hour upwards of 50 to potentially 52, 53, $55 an hour. And that's where I'm at now, which is the end of the stabilizer phase. And as an optimizer, that's when you take the lid off. And I want to see you going from $50 upwards of $100 per hour. And if you can end up somewhere in the 60 to $80 per hour range, I think you're in a great shape as an optimizer. And that's about where I was when I was working two days a week and making fifty dollars to $60,000 a year in profit. Sometimes I was doing 60 an hour, sometimes 100 an hour, but probably an average of between 60 and 80 per hour. So the week did end in a flurry. I wrote an article called The Five Tips to Selecting Your Next Cleaner. It was well-received, And I got some emails from some of my networking group friends and prospects. I can see, no, I'll tell you guys this, when I go to my MailChimp analytics, I can see who's opening them and how many times they're opening them. And I don't bother people, but I just like to keep track and who's doing what. I noticed there's a guy that requested a proposal for office cleaning during the peak of COVID, but ultimately he chose someone else because they were cheaper He's been following my emails and opening them multiple times. Well, this past week, he opened this particular article 10 plus times. I took this as a cue and had a timely email to him. He responded with a request. Hey, could I get a new cleaning proposal from you? He wasn't as happy with the cleaning company he did choose. They weren't as detailed as he was hoping for. But he wasn't all that surprised either from the price he's paying. He even told me what his current company charges, what they're doing, and was hoping I could come up with some competitive 
options. And I said, absolutely, give me some time. I'll get these to you next week. I was very grateful to have an opportunity to do a re-proposal. That doesn't happen too often. It really doesn't, but it does show that when your prices come in high, be proud of it. What you charge is what you charge. And if they choose someone less than you, it's okay. They might read your emails every week, call you back, and hire you down the road. I've had it happen before, and I won't be surprised if it happens again. There was a podcast episode I did called Top of Mind. And that particular episode was very informative, very instructive on what I'm doing with my weekly email campaign where I write a cleaning tip or some kind of a message or a lesson that can help my community cleaning related. And those emails are getting opened. And what does it do? It is speeding up my business, but they take a long time to write. They can take an hour plus to write one. So what am I doing when I take an hour to write one of these articles? I think you guessed it. I'm slowing down to speed up. And there is one other thing I'm doing now, and I'm excited to announce this. It's definitely a slow down to speed up, and it's for you. I've just launched the Solo Cleaning School YouTube channel, and the initial video that is on there, it's really fun. Just do a search on Solo Cleaning School or the 10 School Commandments. Our family loved the Broadway show Hamilton. It was so good. You've heard me rap it a few times on this podcast. Well, we took that to the next level. I decided to create my own version of the 10 Dual Commandments, and I turned it into the 10 School Commandments on how to start a solo cleaning business. I wrote and recorded the song and gave it to my oldest son, my editor, He coordinated everything with his siblings, and they built the rest from there. It is so funny. So go and check out the Solo Cleaning School YouTube channel and share it with your friends as well, especially if you're looking for a laugh. I will have more content published to that channel twice per month, and I'll also be sending out emails to you. So if you would like to be on that email list, Make sure to go to solocleaningschool.com and click the link to either grab the quick start guide for free or just join the Solo Cleaning School mailing list. Both of those will get you on that list and you will receive updates when new YouTube videos go out. And this will be separate content for free apart from this podcast. So definitely make sure to check that out. I will keep you updated on this podcast as well when new ones come out. So definitely go check out Ken and Family's version of Hamilton's 10 Dual Commandments. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.